Hey everybody, this is Steve Gibson. And I'm Sam Pro. And welcome to this week's episode of Distinctly Digital, a modern recruiting podcast. And on this week's episode, we're joined by our content writer, Cole Windler. And we're going to spend some time talking about the importance of a niche and when it makes sense to transition or if it ever does make sense to transition to a generalist. Hey, how are you? Hey, Cole. How are you doing? Just dandy. Just dandy. Fine yeah. and dandy. You are a dandy boy, so that's great. <laughs> Sam? Yeah. How are you? I, I'm great. Employed at it's, Recruiter's Websites. That's how she is. Well, she, it's, she's, it's, it's nice to be heard. It is. Uh, as you guys can tell, um, the, the lack of nasally voices uh, and, uh, and kind of the obnoxious laugh um, that used to be here on the podcast is gone. <laughs> He's gonna hear this. I, I know. I, I know. That's, that's the best what, part. That's, that is the best. He can edit it out if he wants to, but but he knows it's true. So Ryan <laughs> is going to be behind the scenes, and we are welcoming back the original, the OG podcast OG co-host Sam. of Sam Pro, and so ma, 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 ma. so we're excited that Sam's back with us. Um, we wanted to make it seem like she had never been gone uh, and that she just forgot how to uh, unmute her mic, um, which would have been funny, but that's not the reality. Well, I mean, based on today's test, um, it could have been a reality. It could have been. I don't know when it was muted or not muted based on flashing or not flashing. I know now. But yeah, I took some time off like an idiot and... Uh, Finally made my way back to recruiters' websites where I belong. Well, I'm glad you're not a moron anymore, Sam. No, no, I was an idiot. A moron is different. Yeah, these are some harsh words. We're gonna have to put a disclaimer on this episode. <laughs> trigger warning. Yeah, trigger warning. This... If you're stupid, don't listen. To this. <laughs> you guys are making me miss Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Love you, Ryan. So, okay. So today, you know. What we're going to be doing, and one of the topics that we discussed here, I actually had a discussion with a client about this the other day, and we've had multiple clients bring this up during our processes, that uh, in the current economy that we're in, an environment that we're in, the question comes up of do they, do we want to or should we transition from being in our specific niche or vertical, uh, whether, whatever that may be, whether it's manufacturing, supply chain, whether it's um, technology, HR, whatever it could be that you specialize in as a recruiter, should you transition to that to more of a generalist type of role because of the economy being uh, less than fruitful in some different arenas? And so we thought that was an interesting topic to discuss because there's a lot of ramifications from that, um, a lot of things that could take place. Um, and so I wanted to get everybody's thoughts on the idea of, you know, what makes sense with that, what, what it does, when it doesn't, and kind of just discuss that as a group. Sure. So, Cole, do so you have any thoughts? Hmm. I know you've got thoughts. Yeah, I, I wrote a whole blog on it. Um, so what I've been seeing over the last, well, 
three or four months, especially since the economy has kind of become a little more unstable, since we've seen some banks fail, since we've seen things financial and economically be kind of uh, uncertain. And we use that word a lot, but it's people seeming to turn away from what they've devoted decades to doing uh, or specializations that they've not, not just that they're in, but they, they've earned um, focuses that they've in and industries that they've served for a long time into just trying to assume this generalist role, um, which if you're a gigantic firm is okay. Sure. But if <laughs> you're two or three people without the resources to, actually make inroads into every industry doesn't work very well yeah yeah i do think it's a tough it would be a tough transition um i mean it's not even a transition it's a diffusion like you're 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 taking away all the contacts and all the all the inroads that you've made into your specific industry and just blindly walking into places that you haven't probably inhabited before. Well, and the hardest part about it, I think, is by the time you have it settled in, and the time you, by the time you say you could build traction in more of a generalist approach, the economy's back to where it was because it's not going to be ha- something that happens overnight, no. and it's not going to be something that just takes place immediately. But you're going to have to work towards it. And so, by the time that does take place, and you've made some headway, and you, because you know, I, I do believe that people can just, you know. Recruiting is recruiting. That's kind of the nature of some of that is if I can recruit, uh, you know, senior developers or Java developers, I can recruit accountants. It's just a matter of understanding the business and getting the relationships. The base skills, yeah. Right. Being a recruiter. Right. Those things are there. You know, you have that. Uh, You've got years of experience developing that most people do. But, but. Getting to the point where you can actually have the conversations and someone will trust you to do it, uh, yeah, that takes time. That's what I was just going to say. The tr- building trust is uh, will be a time suck and a resource suck. That if you're trying to sp- to point your uh, metaphorical finger in every direction, will not be fruitful. Uh, metaphorical finger. I don't, like <laughs> sounds, I don't like the way that's <laughs> whatever. But I mean, it's you have to you have to pick a road. Yeah. You have to pick a feature. Um, you can't. You can't just spread. We we have we we have the, a phrase that's I think been overused a little bit in the last few years, but we have limited bandwidth. Yeah, and we have limited resources, and, sure. and, and in order to like, we have to invest that very wisely, or it's a waste of time. Right, and the benefits of a niche, as everyone knows, everything yep. you do has a purpose. So even if you're working on a search and you talk to fifty candidates. And 49 of them are not a fit for that search, but one of them is. And then, of course, you make that placement. Uh, the other 49 that were not a fit for that one search could be a fit for a search in the future. Um, yeah. And so it brings a lot of duplicity to everything you do. Nothing's a waste of time. You're building those relationships, and it all just expands and grows with there. From a generalist perspective, if I'm working on an accountant role, uh, and I'm an accounting and finance-focused recruiter, and also, I want to transition, and I want to do focus then on software developers, and all the all that work and all those searches I've done for accounting and finance that whole year or that for those couple of months, whatever it may be, do not lend or do not benefit what I'm going to be searching on from a software developer perspective. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like we should also say that you know expanding into new industries isn't a bad thing. No, but it's great. but it has to 
happen organically. You have to do it. It has to make sense. Yeah. You have to have a client that has a need that trusts you to be like, okay, you've been doing this for us. We really need like 10 10 people in this. Could you maybe help us? And that's when you reach out to either you either work with yourself, reach out to other people in your network that do specialize in it and and fill the roles and, and, and become that go-to person and that happens with firms all the time that's that's why we have that's why we work with people that have such different specializations but they're not generalists but they cover three or four five or six different things that over 20 30 40 sometimes 50 years that firm has expanded into from software development to cybersecurity to accounting and maybe they started in manufacturing right but the economy took a turn like it has now but instead of generalizing they went where their clients guided them well it's because it's kind of a natural path that happens yeah. in recruiters um it's something you typically it's something that happens organically you're working at your desk and then that client that you talked about like you said they say hey steve um i know you guys did a great job on these roles for us but i was talking to Susie in accounting and she says she needs help with this can you guys take a can you guys take a stab at that do you have you done that and when someone asks me or you or a recruiter, have you done that? The answer is yes. Yes, we can, oh, yes, we can do that. We can find that. Always. But you lie. You're, you're not <laughs> lying. You're, you're, yeah, you are. You're constantly <laughs> asserting your ability to be able to do anything that you set your mind to. Absolutely. Right? You are showing I am the recruiter here. Yeah, welcome I can do this. Welcome to the recruiter's website's moment of ra- rationalization. Well, welcome to the recruiter's <laughs> website's business model. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's called it's called self actualizing, right? It's, it's you're putting forth that mindset. You write it. I'm on gonna a, manifest you, my vision, you, man. You, hey, you like, take it. So Cole, I feel you take triggered. It, you take it. And you, you write it on the board. Go rub your rocks. Okay? You, <laughs> you find a chalkboard. You write it on the wall. I'm sorry, that's offensive to all the Wiccans and witches in the audience. About what you want to be, and then you go and do it. And you just make it happen. And so you, there is some aspect and reality to that situation that you just. I mean, it, that's true, but. Like it has to happen. Like the universe has to will it to happen. You can't just go out there. You and be will like, it to happen. Yeah. On things, on like, on things like this, like the, the fact yeah, that yeah. someone's <laughs> given you an opportunity, you said, "Yeah, I can do this." Then yeah. you, yeah, you go out and you do it because you make yourself you make yourself have the ability to do it. And sometimes that works. We're not talking about most like, times. We're not doesn't. talking about winning the lottery. <laughs> like it's not like something that you someone says. Hey, can you can you run a a uh, a what a, a four second four forty? Uh, no, no. And you say you say yes, I can do that. You're not going to be able to go out and do that. But in some ways, it is like never having. Let's just say. Let's just say. I'm sorry, Sam. I'll let you talk in just a second. Like, it's like if you've never worked in cybersecurity, right? And you're like. Yeah, I'm gonna go recruit for cybersecurity. You have no, you have no knowledge of certification. You have no knowledge of the training. You have no knowledge of the technology. That is like trying to run a four four forty. Like, <laughs> how is that different from what you and I do every day, Cole? You know, we don't work in cybersecurity, but we may have a client in cybersecurity that needs content, and it's our job to become mini experts on it. Yeah, but mini um, experts to, to fill. Yeah, but to fill like, that but, particular but, order. But so, we, oh. like in the original example, we, you know, we we hire for manufacturing, but now we got to find one accountant. Okay, cool. I think let's, the risk reward ratio for us is way less. No. Um, and, uh, no, it is. It is. We 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 service. You know, we market for people. 
we learn uh, we take the time to learn about the people but i have i have a cursory understanding of the roles in the industry of cybersecurity i don't understand the technology i don't understand every role i i know enough to where i can ha- and and take from the people that we work with that know enough to do my role adequately and hopefully uh, in an excellent way um, my role is a cursory understanding of what they do so that i can introduce them so let, let me push back a little bit on this so from the perspective of someone that has been a recruiter um since recruiting is 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 a, is a sales function uh, in a lot of ways, you know, yeah. it's just it's selling people. You're well, you're selling people. Selling yeah. The idea of people <laughs> selling con, uh, clients, selling the idea of working there, those kind of things. It's, it is a sales role. There is an aspect of of you being able to take a, a general knowledge or basic knowledge of a certain product, yeah. and then being able to ask the right questions, even with a cursory understanding of whatever you're doing, to be able to then then. Um, to be able to do and be successful in selling that product. The, the success and the skill set is not necessarily the complete understanding of, of cybersecurity. It's a complete understanding of, of, under, of how to work a recruitment process and understand the cycle that is involved with that knowledge has to be there because that's, that's the core of it all. But then if you're asking the right questions and learning from those questions you're asking and letting that candidate drive you or that client drive you to the knowledge that you need to, because it does this in every kind of sales process. You're discovering who they are, what, what it is they, they do. You don't need to know all the ins and outs. You just need to know that person is a fit for that organization that you're working with. And you have that innate ability or just that that learned ability that, that you've developed the years of, of being a recruiter to be able to take that skill set, which is recruiting, and transition that to whatever you need to. Well, I, I don't know. I think that's true in some industries and in some roles. But I mean, there's we've worked with recruiters that are highly specialized in things like aerospace, cybersecurity, things like that, where they were those roles. Sure. And that they and they become very good at the role because they understand the human element that's combined with the knowledge. Uh, that is necessary for the role. And so it, it becomes sort of like they become connoisseurs of the culture, but they also have a very deep understanding of the industry, which makes them way better at their job. Yeah. Um, now, like we said, you can be a generalist and you can be successful as a generalist. Oh, yeah. But it really helps to have, I mean, the generalists that we know, the like corn fairies out there. Sure. They're not generalists. No. They're an amalgamation of hundreds of specialists. Right. So, like, that's what makes them successful as generalists is that they have – and I'm sure I'm sure those people at those desks can go from desk to desk, and I'm sure they do. Sure. But – they're, but but they're but they're specialists. They're an army of specialists with a lot of resources. Right. Well, let's look at like so how some firms do this. So we talked about kind of the a client will reach out to them and say, "Hey, I know you've done this for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you do this?" That's one way. Yeah. Another way is if they grow and expand, they hire another recruiter with that specialty. Yeah. So all of a sudden you create a new desk. Yeah. You know I you know so I'm in accounting and you're in technology. You're going to work technology. I'm going to work accounting. And we're going to build that up. Um, that, that's another way that kind of takes place and that kind of happens. Um, 
other ways that 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 I mean, other ways that it works with that as well is some recruiters work on split networks, those kind of things where they can engage and add yeah. uh, candidates to maybe other people's job orders, or have other people feed their job orders. I think the biggest thing, so all I mean, all that's natural, and I think expanding from a niche to another niche and and having multiple verticals that you service, I think that's kind of a natural progression of just that happens being, with a lot of clients, right? Yeah. Being within the industry, I think what we're maybe kind of talking about here is is the the nature of trying to do this and forcing it under distress. Yeah, yeah, pivoting like immediately, like doing a hard stop, like burning your house down, and, right, before you build another one. Right. Yeah. It's like doing it out of like feeling cornered, like, oh my gosh, I might not get the placements that I have in the past. Let's go ahead and like start doing everything to ensure that I've got them. But you're not ensuring anything. You're without being fully prepared, you're setting yourself up for more failure. Right. And this is the hard thing to do because so say like in an economy that we're in and kind of in the environment that we're in now, you know, um, we've been writing the last couple of years and it's been great. In the last four or five years, even COVID, even during like, COVID was scary, and then there was <laughs> but there was only a brief period of scariness. Yeah, you know, it turned out a lot different than most people could have ever anticipated. Now, some industries like hospitality and things like that they were hit really really hard, obviously, mm-hmm. um, uh, and and the recruiters in those industries were hit very very hard. Um, the I guess the 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 thing to kind of um, kind of think about on it is within. The the good economy, we don't anticipate or think about that that's ever going to end or in those good years. We don't think it's ever going to end. And so we don't do anything to kind of start planning for diversification of our of what it is that our firm does. And then when the it all hits the fan and now we're in a place where, you know, if you recruit recruiting firm of recruiters right now for recruiting firms or for um, HR or for other companies and you're helping them fill out their HR department, it's very difficult right now. You know, mm-hmm. the primary majority of layoffs within things like Meta, Facebook, those different technology companies and startups were recruiters because they weren't hiring. You know, a lot of those were heavy there. Technology has been hit very hard. And and so the, the reality does come to play where you, know, you don't have anything to work on. Um, and so, you know, so putting ourselves in the shoe of a recruiter that wakes up, everything's going great. One day, all they do is their specialization is completely dried up. I mean, you cannot buy this happened in 2007 2008 2009 you cannot buy a job order what do you do i would say at that point you know you don't you don't if you, if you don't if you're if you don't if you don't have it uh, your house is no longer viable you don't move across town okay you know you might go across I, you might go next door or go across the street like i would just say that you know we we take a page from a, the, the organic expansion sort of idea look for something that has some commonality with what you've done it may not be the same thing but it's something that you can kind of organically expand into an allied vertical yeah. an allied industry um places like manufacturing or supply chain they're, they're really good for this because right. you they, they touch so many and they touch so many different you know avenues um but yeah like think about something that you can you have a at least a working knowledge of because it's been right next to you. Yeah. It's been adjacent to you. You're like, okay, this makes sense. Um, you know, the financial sector. There's a lot of things that you could do yeah. in the financial sector that translate into other things. Uh, technology, yeah, uh, sure, software development is great, but people still need cybersecurity. 
like and always will. Like yeah. it's it's just like you and I'm sure people that have been recruiting for years um that have had some success in other areas, whether by luck or by accident or, you know, on purpose, then you can you can harness those experiences that you've had and, and again expand organically into something that you aren't flying blindly into. Right. You know? Yeah. I, and and I will say, I will say just you can be successful as a generalist. Yeah. You can. Um, yeah. If you're, if you're, like you said, if you manifest that and you're like, <laughs> and you're, if you have the drive, like people start, well, who would Amazon was started out of a garage. Right. You know, I mean, but that's one in, uh, that's one in how many billions of people exist so, on so the earth. Basically to sum it up for, for, and there's another kind of point I want to kind of put to this as well, but to sum it up is if you are going to try to diversify, find something that's close to home. So, um, I think, I think TLC says it well, Oh in, God! and don't go chasing waterfalls, but stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Amen. Amen. So, I mean, <laughs> think that they really i mean just summed it up very very well and then when as you're really they relate to recruiting in a lot of ways when you're recruiting and finding candidates within those new industries you don't you don't want any scrubs sam no absolutely you don't want any scrubs yeah, you don't want one scrub near you unless if that window, unless you work in healthcare, if that window could open mm-hmm. i would jump out it Right then now. you need all the scrubs, Steve. Yeah, if, if you're healthcare, you need all the scrubs. Sam, um, what, Sam, what are your thoughts? <laughs> because I feel on like scrubs? Been, I, I, they're comfy. I get it. No, just in, in general on the on the topic at hand. Well, you know what? Because I feel like I, I feel like you've been interjecting, but I don't, I want to hear your yeah. sort of hot. Take. This is where I want Sam to kind of give us some guidance on. I think this would be helpful. So, yeah. all right, so say you're trying to make that transition. Say you haven't prepared, or even you have prepared in some ways, um, it, but it's, and it's too late to prepare because we're in the environment we're in. Um, yeah. What are some things, now that it's too late to prepare and that you're kind of looking uh, at a, a kind of a dire situation, how do, you, to, you, how do you leverage your digital presence and your marketing efforts to then start making that transition or start uh, approaching the marketplace within whatever specialty you're looking to transition to or the general in this generalist aspect? How do you approach that? What are some things that people need to do if they're going to do that? Well, you need to work with a really good marketing company. <laughs> <laughs> you know no, one? but uh, seriously, like, um, <laughs> this is my job and I feel so on the spot. Um, do you think that maybe they should take their website and and that maybe they should start? So, okay, say, look at, let's say we're going from technology yeah. and we're going to be focusing on, let's say, let's go adjacent, like Cole said. So, cybersecurity yeah. could be adjacent to general technology. Sure. Do they need to build a cybersecurity page on their website? Yeah, you should probably update your website with the stuff that you're going to work into and then, you know, uh, include that sector of jobs in your um your applicant tracking system and like let people know that hey i now do cybersecurity too um through social and through like content on your website via blogs and things of that nature yeah it's not something that just happens so i mean so if we are going to do this and we are going to become uh pivoting our niche or being more of a generalist 
we got to start creating content that allows us to be able to be portrayed as that. So your website should be able to create a page that has an expertise page for that specific focus. That content, everything on there relates to that industry. So even if you know nothing about it, all of a sudden, it looks like you know something about it. Um, oh, for sure. And that can be a great way to be able to make sure that they understand who you are. Uh, and what you're able to bring to the table. And then you make sure that page is optimized. That way it starts building some credibility if someone's looking for you through the search engines and then start creating content for that way. I know this sounds like a whole lot, but guess what? You have no job orders. You're not doing anything else. <laughs> You've got time to work right, on SEO. Right. you got time. You don't need us to do it at this point. Uh, so, you know, find, there's a lot of things that we've, Brian and I talked about this, and, and there are things that you can do. Um, you just got to take time to be able to do that. Experts don't just materialize. Um, you have to leave a trail with, yeah. with content. You have to show that you've put in the work. You have to post every, you have to put out, put out content every week, preferably every day. Um, from a social media perspective. Yeah. yeah. Um, you have to, you have to show that you're putting in the time and putting in the resources. If you were not in the space to, you know, claim your space in this space, you know, you have to, you have to establish that this is your territory and, and if it's not your expertise now, it will become your expertise. Right. Like you just have to show that you you're invested. And if, and if you don't, it, it, a lot of people will say, well, Steve, I don't, I don't know a whole lot about this industry or I don't know a whole lot about, um, you know, what it is. It's like, a, it's like uh, teaching a kid a piano. So my daughter, she's six. We're going to be teaching her how to play piano. Oh, God bless you. Right. And I'm not, you know, <laughs> I, I know enough to be dangerous, but I'm not a very, I'm not a very accomplished piano player. But I know, more, I know more than she does. And all I have to do is well, say one, one, right, well, <laughs> she does. If you That's talk with, point. if you talk with her, she, she won't know. She won't agree with you on that. She thinks she knows more than I do. Um, she's very mouthy for a six year old. I have. Um, yes. yes. You, um, you raised her. Well, that's right. It's my fault. Um, so if, if I stay one lesson ahead of her, then I know more than she does. Same thing from a recruiting perspective. You may not be the cybersecurity expert going back to your, that niche as a reference, but you are, you are a recruiting expert. And so as long as you know more than them from a recruiting perspective and enough uh, to be dangerous within that uh, within that niche and vertical, you can start creating content that's centered around your expertise and understanding of hiring and then applying that to their industry. Dangerous is an interesting word. Dangerous? You said dangerous, didn't you? Did I? Yeah. I you, you, I said, you said to be dangerous in that industry. I'm like, John Wick? Sometimes, like, <laughs> sometimes I black out. And I'm, I'm the just, John Wick of cybersecurity. John Wick. Please be the John Wick. I want someone to step up. And be the John Wake of cybersecurity recruiters. <laughs> Listen, someone has killed your niche. Whether it be the economy or whatever it is, you were there at home, not doing anything, minding your own business. You had life in order, and then someone came in with a gun, and they took it, and they killed that niche. You're standing there with nothing left. <laughs> Nothing's there, and you need so to go sad. out, and you need to take vengeance on what it is. <laughs> vengeance on your niche. And go out there. And wreak havoc and, and and gain back your car and your vehicle to be able to make sure you can provide for your family. That's what we want you to do. Go be the John Wick of whatever industry you're in. <laughs> that's what we're going to start promoting for people. That's what, that's what we want. That was beautiful. Uh, oh God. And I can't wait to see Keanu Reeves play that next. That recruiter next. <laughs> role. 
Yeah, that would be an awful movie. Um, no, that would be an amazing movie. <laughs> a recruiter going out and I want, wreaking havoc. I want, I want Keanu Reeves and Nicolas Cage to be in a recruiting firm together. It would be great. Have they ever been in a movie together? I don't know. Has there ever been a movie about recruiters? Uh, it's Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't know, I don't know if there's really been one. Uh, they did a they military. Did a, do, you, do you know they did a reality show on recruiters? No. Yeah, yeah. It was like this. It was like I don't know how many years ago it was. Now I I I never really watched the episode. I just watched like the, like a, a clip of it. Oh my gosh. So all right. So start a marketing plan if you're going to do this, right? Yeah. That's go- that's the big picture here. Is start, you, yeah. like you said, you can't just do it. You have to do it strategically. Right. And so, and, and I think over time that can take place. Again, do this two years ago um, and start transitioning. Start anticipating that, hey, this niche may have some ups and downs. We, If you've been recruiting for over you know, 10 years or even eight years, you know that that's the case, that does, that happens. And so I, what I would say is, and encourage recruiters to start doing, is looking for those sub-niches or adjacent verticals to your primary focus that Cole mentioned, that you can then begin to start building up and building out over time, whether it's bringing on a new recruiter, whether it's building the marketing collateral or the presence for that. That way, in five years, when this happens again, we're not sitting here with, oh, no, what do I need to do? I'm in HR recruiting, and there's nobody hiring for this. And now I just need to go and quit or change completely verticals, and, and you find yourself in, the, in that place of limbo. We can prepare for these things. It's not, it's not, it's not something that's unpredictable. These, it will happen again. Um, it's it's just it's reality of, of what takes place in the world yeah. in, in an economy. I mean, this is I mean, there's a le- there's a, kind of a lesson in biology here. I've been watching a lot of prehistoric world on Apple TV. Um, when you over specialize uh, and to suit, you're, you're totally specialized to suit the environment that you're in, and then the environment suddenly shifts. You're up proverbial creek without proverbial paddle you no longer have a place in that ecosystem because the uh, ecosystem is different is it a proverbial ecosystem proverbial ecosystem okay, okay. and an actual one <laughs> <laughs> it, but if, if you if, if you evolve to eat this tree mm-hmm. and all those trees go away you starve right um you know but so you're saying diversify your diet don't eat just one tree yeah it, it, Become, you know, become, a, yeah, become an omnivore. Eat omnivore. every. Eat, eat, become a recruiting <laughs> <an> omnivore. <laughs> Learn to be able to diversify, but it takes time because you know. Yeah, you can't. You can't if your belly or your tummy, you yeah, tummy. Yeah, yeah, you too much fiber, that your, your little tum tum will get upset. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta work it in. You gotta yeah. ease in. You gotta, you know, eat a little grass here, or there. Or right. You eat too much, you gonna throw up. So there's also types of trees out there that haven't even started growing yet that. You don't know that you're going to want to eat. Right. You know there there are industries now that didn't exist ten years ago. Cannabis. And there's you, industries that'll yeah. exist ten years from now that we right. don't even know about. I mean, can you believe cannabis is is a is a full industry? It is. I mean, it's crazy. Yes, I, can, about, I, it, I can believe it because it's great. But like you talk to people 25, 30 years ago, they probably wouldn't have completely predicted this. Uh, uh, a, lot, uh, a, a few people did. Well, yeah, because they made they've been set the groundwork right. for it, and now but they are rich. So, what else you know is there going to be? I mean, AI. 
Yeah. All of a sudden, you know, we're looking three months ago, four months ago, and it's something that was still kind of underneath the kind of underneath the undercover in some ways. You know, it was there. It was being built up, and the people within the industry kind of knew about it. But all of a sudden, there's this huge thing where, you know, we're looking at a whole new industry and types of jobs and types of recruiters that need to focus on prompt writers and AI experts, not just the developers, but the people that understand those systems. And it's created a whole new possibility of the industry for people to focus on. And technology recruiters that are in that or in technology, they could, that's an adjacent pivot. Oh, yeah. look at AI, you know, look at developers for that type of software. That's booming. That's hot right now. Opportunity can be found on the fringes. I mean, yeah. Things like genetic augmentation, hypersonic flight, AI, uh, cannabis. I mean, really looking into uh, things like uh, psychedelic medications. They're, right now they're treating uh, PTSD and other, other psychological conditions, trauma, with uh, DMT, with right. mushrooms, with ketamine. Like, these are all, like... These are all things that, like you said, twenty years ago, don't right. invest in that. Well, then you also said something like so, like so, like can so this the idea of if you have a functional expertise, so that can be transitioned to any industry. You know, if you work in the sales or, or whatever it is, and you go into from you know, maybe you work in let's say um, I don't know, medical device sales, you mm -hmm. take that same sales recruitment experience, and now you apply it to a different industry. That's just, you're not changing what you do. You're just changing the industry that it's in. So you know, there's a lot of close to home and close to the kind of uh, quickest to market kind of ways to be able to transition. You know, again, doing it two years ago would have been great. If you haven't, you know, start building it now for the next time. But don't abandon what you know now. Really use the time to build relationships with clients. That's what we should have been doing. This is what we talked about. This is what you should have been doing the last three years. Or, and I'm not trying to get on to you or scold anybody because I don't know who I'm talking to here, I nobody am. in general. But when when we didn't need to market and build relationships, we should have we should have been marketing and building relationships. Even though you had job orders coming at you, you should have been reaching out to every client or potential prospect as possible, talking with them, learning about them, just getting to know them and becoming familiar with them. Because when they need that one hire, because companies are still going to need to hire. And it's going to be so important for them. They're not going to be hiring 15, 20 people now, but they may be hiring one. But now that one hire is so important and so vital to their business because they can't hire more people. And they need that person to wear multiple hats and really be an impact, impactful individual. They need the right type of recruiting firm that can understand that one hire and the importance that's there. And so if we're available to them and we can help them and leverage them to find that one hire because we are understanding of that niche and that vertical and that expertise, that's when you then become a very, very important piece of that organization, organization's future growth. And, um, and so that's what we should have been doing the last couple of years is, is demonstrating that value and letting them understand that. Um, again, everything's hindsight, but so going forward, thinking about these things, planning for that, that when it comes back, planning for when this happens, when it goes down again, put things in motion that allow you to be able to weather any type of economy or any type of proverbial ecosystem. And right, and right now people have that, op <laughs> and right now people have that opportunity to, to assume vacancies that have been left by people who have left the, their, their industries. Right. Um, you know, during times of economic uncertainty, just like any time, there are people that were already kind of on their way out. Now they've left because it's not worth their time. They put in the they put in the work, they either retire or they transition out of the industry. Um, 
and there are roles to be in the recruiting world in talent acquisition there are roles to be filled in places that are now vacant that they can occupy right yeah no, I, mean, I think i think you know all good stuff um there's probably stuff you guys haven't you know you've heard already and we're just um we're just kind of going around the horn on some things but i, I think it's beneficial to be able to to be able to understand and just kind of hear it again and just be encouraged as most of you that have been through recessions before, just hold on to what you're doing. Double down on some of these things so you can come out the other side in a, in a little bit better position. And just find ways to diversify uh, with niche, uh, with, with adjacent types of verticals or expertises that allow you to be able to pivot slightly but not abandon everything you've been doing or everything you've developed through the yeah. years. I think that's kind of what we're saying. Yeah, don't, so, don't burn yeah. the ships. So. All right, Sam. Um, so I don't know if you've been listening while you've had your microphone muted uh, over the last year and a half or so. But what we do now is we try to do a game that is a game. Uh, a game yeah. So it's it's relating uh, a random celebrity's career or mm -hmm. personality to the world of recruiting and to the industry that we serve. So, for example, as I did so beautifully, masterfully with the Keanu exactly. Reeves and John Wick. Yeah. Um, we have a celeb random celebrity generator. I press the button and it goes. Okay. And then I tell you who, the who that uh, celebrity is. And I want you to re relate their career or personality to the industry in some way, shape, or form. Or okay. Can you, can you do this that? One, this one should be I will for you. do my best. Okay. I'm going to press the button. Ready? Okay. John Hamm. Uh-huh. Oh, a hometown boy. Hometown boy. Handsome uh, as can be. Absolutely. So That's Yep. He oh, come on. This one, is, this one is easy. No, he could be a recruiter. Think about his breakout <laughs> role in the AMC series Mad Men. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> Marketing. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not good at this game, Steve. Cole, do you want to do it? I mean... It, 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 the, the role that he became most famous for was uh, Don Draper in Mad Men, who was an ad executive, who was the you know the quintessential uh, uh, management role that the C-suite role that most recruiters are, are looking for. Like he is, he is also in this actual scenario um, pivoted to ad ad uh, ad sales from sales in retail he transitioned to an allied vertical um in the show mad men but from selling fur coats to selling a uh a, 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 the ceo of a company on a premise and so, that's how he became so i'd go a little step further without his career so this is the way i would have done it so if i was you sam just for future reference as you're practicing please, for a next episode because because i'm like i'm gonna this. i'm gonna expect more from you so john ham He's a wonderful actor from St. Louis, Missouri, a lot of our, in my hometown. Um, and what he's done in his career was slowly he worked hard and got his breakout role in, in Mad Men and did a wonderful job. Very serious role, very, very heavy role. But him knowing that he needed to be able to diversify because at some point those types of roles would dry up, he was able to transition to an, an adjacent type of approach with an acting to being more comedic and being very funny and finding those comedy roles in things like Bridesmaids and in different types of movies. That's the only one I have that comes to mind. But he's in progressive commercials. <laughs> progressive commercials, Mercedes commercials. He, he yeah. found other avenues that allowed him to be able to use not just his good looks, 
but also his beautiful voice. I'm, hope, I'm hoping John Hammond gets this up. Like an angel. Perfect. Right. His wonderful voice, and then also his, his wonderful sense of humor to be able to continue to allow his career to flourish and be successful no matter what happens. So now, if people don't want to see serious, you know what? They hire John Hamm for funny. If they want to see serious, you know what? We go to John Hamm. You know, if we just need a nice, silky voice, we go to John Hamm. Be like John Hamm. Find ways to diversify in what it is that you do. And be able to be uh, able to be nimble enough to be able to transition to these different types of focuses and practices and verticals that you may be able to specialize in. Be John Ham. And be super handsome. You also be. be. <laughs> so Beautiful. so I know Sam. I know that's harder. I mean, I like I like mine better, but yours was pretty good. Well, you had that lot of working knowledge of the show to be able to do that. Of what you're. Yeah, so watch the show. It's great. I've already watched it. I, I, I was going to go the same route as the I first. know. Your house looks like Mad Men. Well, a little bit. <laughs> um, uh, so, anyway, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Sam, it's great to have you back on the show. Thanks. It's great it's okay. to be back. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> that seemed really disingenuous. No, it is. I, I absolutely missed talking with you guys um, on topics that I know... Uh, little about so <laughs> you don't give no, enough uh, self enough credits sam we've got to stay you got to stay one step ahead of our of our listeners i do that's that's what I, that's what i gotta do no uh seriously this has been really fun and i do look forward to doing this um again i think don't you. we have social media and things that people can find us on oh yeah like uh facebook and instagram and linkedin and tiktok are we doing everywhere. reddit are we doing reddit now too so we might. I, I post I post announcement on Reddit a lot on the different recruiting channels. So I post I post under garbage Jesus. That's <laughs> my name. You don't want to tell people that. No, I'm gonna go look it up. Good. Um, so uh, find us on any of the social media platforms. You can listen to this podcast on any of the podcast places that you listen to podcasts on. Uh, RecruitersWebsites.com. Uh, if you need any help from your marketing perspective or with your website, give us a call. We also have some very cool AI stuff that we're doing. Um, so give me a call, shoot me an email, send me a LinkedIn message if that's something you're interested in finding out more about. And we'll look forward to uh, everyone listening again next week. Thanks.